Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast focuses on company secretary whether liable for misleading financial information given by a company. In the recent case of V Shankar versus SEBI, the company secretary of Deccan Chronicle Holding Limited, that is DCHL, was absolved by the Securities Appellate Tribunal, Mumbai, from the liability imposed by the adjudicating officer of SEBI on DCHL for misleading financial statements and information given by the DCHL. Earlier this year, SEBI had investigated the script of DCHL to ascertain if the company shares were fraudulently pledged without appropriate disclosures during the period October 2011 to October 2012 by the promoters and directors of DCHL against the mandate under the SEBI Substantial Acquisition of Shares Takeovers Regulation 2011. The investigation evinced several irregularities committed by DCHL, which inter alia included understatement of outstanding loans and overstating the profits in the annual reports and carrying out buyback of securities without having adequate free reserves. From the investigation, it was specifically gleaned that the public announcement made by the company in 2011 for buying back its equity shares had misled the investors and shareholders and thus the adjudicating officer in its order dated March 22, 2022 concluded that DCHL and its promoters and directors were in violation of the provisions of then applicable Companies Act 1956 under Section 68 which is penalty for fraudulently inducing persons to invest money and Section 77A, which deals with power of company to purchase its own securities. In addition to the promoters and directors, SEBI also imposed a penalty of 10 lakh rupees on Mr. V. Shankar being the CS of DCHL for violation of the aforementioned provisions of the 1956 Act as he had ascribed his signatures on the public announcement for buyback of securities in capacity of a company secretary of the company. The adjudicating officer held that the company secretary should have exercised utmost due diligence and checked the veracity of the buyback documents before signing the documents. Aggrieved by the order passed by the adjudicating officer, Mr. Shankar filed an appeal before the Securities Appellate Tribunal, which examined the provisions of 1956 Act under Section 68 and Section 77. Section 68 states that any person 
knowingly or recklessly makes a statement which is false, deceptive or misleading, he would be punishable with imprisonment for a term which may extend to 5 years or with fine or both. Section 77 states that if a company makes default in complying with the provision of section 77 or any rules made under the company or any officer of the company who is in default shall be punishable with imprisonment or fine or both. In addition to the provisions discussed before, the tribunal also examined the provision laid under section 215 which deals with authentication of balance sheet and profit and loss account of the 1956 act which provides that every balance sheet and every profit and loss account of a non banking company shall be signed on behalf of the board of directors by its manager or secretary or if any by not less than two directors of the company one of whom shall be a managing director where there is one Subclause 3 of section 215 provides that the balance sheet and the profit and loss account shall be approved by the board of directors before they are signed on behalf of the board in accordance with the provisions of the section and before they are submitted to the auditors for their report thereon. In light of this the tribunal held that there is a fiduciary responsibility on the board of directors of a company to check the veracity of financial documents before they are signed on behalf of the board of directors by a company secretary therefore a company secretary is under no obligation to undertake utmost due diligence to check the veracity of the buyback offer before ascribing his signatures on the same Once the balance sheet or profit and loss account is approved by the board of directors the role of company secretary by signing them is merely ministerial in nature Securities Appellate Tribunal also held that as per the SEBI buyback of securities regulation 1998 which provides for a company to nominate a compliance officer for compliance with the buyback regulations and to redress grievances Mr Shankar being the company secretary of DCHL acted as a compliance office wherein his role was only limited to the redressal of grievances of investors finally while allowing the appeal and setting aside the sebi order securities appellate tribunal also observed that just because a company secretary falls under the list of persons being officer in default provided under section 5 of the 1956 act a company secretary will not be inevitably be liable under section 68 and 77a in conclusion we would like to say although this order gives some relief to company secretaries they cannot be completely relieved from liability if it can be established that a company secretary was responsible for the compliance in terms of section 68 or 77a of the 1956 act and was responsible for misleading financial statements made in an open offer thus 
the order passed by the securities appellate tribunal cannot be relied upon to streamline the role of a company secretary as just being ministerial in nature nclt earlier this year in technology frontiers india private limited versus global sports commerce pte limited and others took an alternative stance and held that a company secretary is a watchdog of protecting the principles of corporate governance as well as the collective interest of all the stakeholders so also the company therefore it will largely depend on the facts of a given case and applicable provisions of law to determine the role of a company secretary and his liability thank you for taking the time for listening to this series we would love to hear your feedback comments and questions about the episode you can write to us at podcast at lakshmisree.com to know more you can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about do check out our website www.lakshmisree.com which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates we hope you'll join us next week